Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Magi Podcast. Thank you for coming back another week. Yo, yo, yo. Devin here, as you guys can hear, and we got a guest. A very special One, guest. <laughs> uh, Kieran Sharma here with us. Hello. Cool. Well, um, so Devin, how, how have you been this week? I've been, going? I've been pretty good. Um, actually, we really wanted to talk about the Dua Lipa concert I went to on Friday. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. So we, I went to TD Bank. Um, I went with two friends and then one of their mutual friends. Um, and I drove to Brookline. Um, well, the day before I drove to Brookline. So, okay, let me just give a rundown. So Wednesday, I got my booster shot for COVID. And then I went to work. I don't know why I did this. I went to work. And then I drove home after work at like 10 <laughs> At like nine or ten, <laughs> and then I then I stayed home <laughs> on Thursday. Thursday, I because I didn't want to. I wanted to give myself like a day buffer to like heal up and like hopefully not feel awful, and at the concert. But I I was fine after that. So then Friday comes, and then I drove to to Brookline with my friend. Uh, met him at his apartment, and then the th- the four of us went to uh, a place called Fugyaku. Which is uh, a Japanese restaurant in Brookline. I would definitely recommend. Where is Brookline? Brookline is oh gosh. <laughs> what wait? What state is it? Like in Mass. In Mass, yeah. So it's near this. It's in the city. Um, it's near Dorchester. So this is kind of pretty like central Boston area. Um, so that it's you're pretty much in the city. You take the tra- train to go places. Um. And the, the, the thing about Brookline is there's a lot, there's a big Asian population. So there's actually a lot of very, very good Asian restaurants there. So this Japanese restaurant was legit. You could tell. Or at least I think I could tell. Um, <laughs> then uh, I got a ton of food. I spent like, I think I spent like 90 to 100. Oh my gosh. It, what did you get? I got, <laughs> so, okay, let's see. I got sushi. So I got a Sprite or Crab Roll. I got a Sapporo beer, um, which I, it's like my favorite beer from Japan. Um, but I didn't know that the container was like double the size of what I was used to. Um, so that was interesting because I also got a hot sake, which was large. And, and then I got ramen and fried chicken. Um, and then I ate my friend's sushi by accident. <laughs> That he also ordered, and I felt awful. So then I gave him my spider crab, like half of my spider crab roll, because I was like, "Oh, I thought this was mine. I'm so sorry." That's tough. Yeah, uh, I felt awful. <laughs> I was like, I kept giving my food over. I was like, "I'm so sorry," or I was like, "Take this. It's okay." Um, and then, I, so then I had a lot more alcohol than I thought I I I like had ordered so i was like hey guys i need you to help me because i do not want to become drunk that's not good <laughs> and they're like all right <laughs> so then they i pretty much just had like a few shots of the sake i did finish the beer but the food was excellent and then oh, and then i got on black sesame mochi that was time i was still hungry whatever then we wow. went to the concert <laughs> <laughs> uh td bank um then we were in the balcony so we were really high up and 
I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's very, very high up. It's like nosebleeds. Like, I, I was very scared to stand up and even try to get to my seat. So at first, I was like, I'm not going to stand up during this concert at all. Like, I'm going to be so scared that I, I do not, I just don't want to die. Um, and they're just like, <laughs> the seats are very close to the edge. Oh, what'd you say? But then Dua Lipa started singing. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I will get to that. That's for sure. <laughs> she, so she also had two opening acts. Um, unfortunately, I don't remember the first one because, uh, unfortunately, you couldn't really hear her microphone and bass was very, very extremely loud. And the, the, the guitarist was going off. Whoever it was, but he was doing a great job for the first opener. And then Carol, Caroline, um, Pola, dang it. I've been listening to her. I really liked her a lot. Polachek was the other opener. Um, she was really, really good. She's got this like, really like trance, like, uh, sing songy opera kind of voice. I really liked it a lot. Um, my friend. Anything that's like gotten really popular that I would recognize? Um, let me see. Her top song is on Spotify right now. Is like so hot you're hurting my what is it? Wait, so what genre of music is it? Is it still under the pop genre? I think so. She's got almost three million monthly listeners. Oh wow. I don't know. I, I just yes, Devin. <laughs> I just never heard of her before. Uh, she also has Bunny as a writer. My friend knew her, who she was. That's so interesting. That's <laughs> cool. I never thought. I never think about openers when it comes to concerts. To be honest, because mm. usually they're like not great. <laughs> <laughs> what the? I thought Taylor Swift the opener was like Charlie XCX. <laughs> no one loves to see a concert. <laughs> <laughs> I've liked almost every opener I've heard, actually. To be honest, really? yeah. Well, oh. the only other concerts I've been to have been Christian concerts, so I might be why. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Um, but yeah, she was really good. I liked her a lot. And then, obviously, Dua Lipa came on, and everybody stood up, like everybody in the stadium. And I was like, okay, I guess we're standing. So then I danced yeah. the the entire rest of the concert. Yes. And I'm oh, like, oh no. my goodness, like, I cannot stress how big of a Dua Lipa fan I am. Um, <laughs> she was my number one artist for 2021. Um, oh my gosh. I think I was in top 0.8% of listeners. Uh, so this, <laughs> like, literally, like, I don't know what it was. She did the, I think she did the, um, the per her performance on, was it the Grammys or whatever? Um, and I was just like, oh, snap, I really like her music. And then I was just obsessed with her music for like a month um and just listen to her album over and over but yeah so i knew almost every i knew the words to like almost every song that that she played on the set um i was dancing the whole time i was having fun which is really very funny and interesting because my other friend who wanted to go was literally a solid solid statue at, like <laughs> that's so tough. it was so funny but you like he was enjoying it and i don't think he's just somebody that likes to dance but there was just a point where he sat down and i was like ed Come on, man. <laughs> like, I'm going to answer this whole concert and you're just sitting. And he's like, I can't stand this for long periods of time. It was just, uh, oh, it was so I'm good. I'm surprised you were able to, like, dance that whole time, even though he was, like, not moving. Oh, yeah, no. Th well, so there was also a mom next to me who was also dancing a ton and everybody. Oh, all, okay. The other two people that we went with were dancing. Like, the, the whole stadium was feeling it. So I, I didn't really, I, I was in the, 
That's so cool. Oh my god. I just have the perfect image of you. It's <laughs> like a little like hot. Like, I don't even I just feel like picturing you dance right now just makes me so happy. <laughs> Only those like little small dance moves you can do when you're in the nosebleed. Exactly. Move, so yeah, it was like, literally just a back and forth, like a one foot to the other kind of thing, and I was I was not gonna do anything. Else. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Remind me again how you ended up going to a Dua Lipa concert. Hmm. Like, how did this come about again? Um. Like, let's see. So my friend that was a statue the whole time was like, "Hey, there are tickets out for Dua Lipa. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> um i like so like even for like in general when it comes to going to new things or places or experiences with people i'm always willing to go like if it's there's an adventure i'm like let's do it like there's usually not any reason that i wouldn't want to go so as soon as you especially concerts yeah because i love music so much it does and i'm also not very picky when it comes to me so you could bring me to almost any concert and i'd find some way to enjoy myself Besides maybe <laughs> classical concert. Um, I don't understand classical concert. It doesn't feel like what? a concert to me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. That, I, that, yeah. So he was like that, and I was like, let's do it. And then literally after, I was like, all right, the next concert we're seeing is Panic at the Disc. Oh, that's so <laughs> sick. I feel like there are some artists that aren't like the main people I listen to, but I would want to see them in concert, mm. maybe even over the main people that I listen to, because they just seem like they'd be such good performers. Mm. Panic at the Disco being absolutely. I well, that leads me into my question I had for you two. Um, so if you could go to any concert right now, who whose concert would you go to and like? I don't know if you had an answer. I, have... I feel like. Yep. I feel like mine's mine's predictable. Yep. I would I would see Taylor Swift in concert because ah. <laughs> it's been so long since she's gone on tour. So her next concert is gonna be like every album she's made over the pandemic, which is like Lover, Evermore, Folklore. It's like all of them. So uh -huh. we get to see like a huge concert with all of like three whole albums worth of music. It'd just be so good. Dang. Oh, it'd be so good. And I've gone to one of her concerts before, and they're just amazing. So, 100% Taylor Swift all the Ooh. way. Yeah. Well. Do <laughs> <laughs> either of you want to come to me with me to a Taylor Swift concert? I would totally go with you, Karen. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Jack. <laughs> oh, it's it's. Listen, I could be I could be the Ed of that story. The Ed. Stand there and. You want to be dancing, at Jack? The concerts are too expensive, though. If you if you're not gonna enjoy it, like you don't go to a Taylor Swift concert and sit down. The whole no, time, no. You even can't. like the nosebleeds are so expensive. Everyone, yeah, those tickets. Are yeah, so that's bad. true. That's amazing. They make so much money. Yeah, I I used to have. Yeah, Taylor Swift used to make me burn inside in a very negative way. So. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I had strong feelings, but like honestly, hmm? I well no, I've like grown in that sense. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we could stand, I could probably make it through a concert, I think, at this point. Why, don't say it like that. <laughs> you can't just make it through a table. That's just, right. like, just an insult. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know, anyway, moving on. So I would pick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, dude, I don't know. I'm loving. I randomly have been loving like the vibe of the new. It's like a bunch of. It's a uh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh, like, I think it's a new album, but it's really just their old album. They just remixed a lot of the songs. Okay. Oh, cool. I um, trust. Oh yeah, I think you have. Well, a couple times in the car, it's probably just come on. You didn't notice, mm-hmm. but um, they they I've heard great things about their bands, and a lot of their songs were like really like there were parts of it to me that I just didn't connect with, and so I wasn't sure if I would really want to go to a concert. But with the new like the way they shifted the new songs, it seems like it would be a lot of fun. I was between them and then. Uh, we were going to go see before for my birthday. It was going to be Kieran, Johnny, Emily, and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to go see an AJ, er, AJR in concert. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, with the pandemic, it was right when all of the concerts were uh, got, getting canceled. So never got to. It would have been the first concert I ever gone to. And I was like listening to their music, like getting into it. Getting oh, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It was unfortunate, but now I gotta. Now I want to go. I'm like, mm. well, now I just gotta, cause I, I was in the books, yeah. and hopefully they'll be going on tour again. Who knows? I think they've got a show. Um, Ooh. Well, okay. So everybody's been talking about, like, well, at least another person that I know, Brooke, was talking about a concert. She's that one, um, and apparently they're doing one because it was a similar situation. Um, and she, she was like AJR, and I was like, uh, <laughs> wait. I've really? never listened to them. I don't know. I, so I don't even know what their music sounds like. So I guess I need to check it out after the podcast. Like but... All time low. You've never heard. Wait, that's oh, 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 okay. I didn't know who the artist was. Maybe that's why. We were only going to this no, concert for Jackie. All time low is not, not an AJR song. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Oh! I'm pretty sure that's a John Bellion song. I, yeah, I believed you. I looked it up. <laughs> I believed you, you Kiri. <laughs> Have you heard the song? Don't don't believe me. <laughs> you heard the song "Bang." It was like on the radio with Tom. Bang AGR. Sing it. I will not sing it. Oh wait, this will play on the audio, so I shouldn't do that because copyright oh, thing. Yeah, copyright. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll look at this later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what's another song by them that was fairly popular? I don't know. A lot of their they're like borderline. I think they're alternative, but like they're like mm. on the verge of pop, but they're. Like, somewhat like, alternative. Techie. It is techie. Very curious. She's looking at a list of the songs. Oh, you want me to look up a list? Oh, weak. Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to sing it as much as I'm tempted to right now. I really think you should. No, because it would be worse if, like, I feel like. I was confident that I could get Devin to get it, like, and no, I don't even know. Like, but he he really doesn't know AJR, so. <laughs> I honestly think a lot of people are gonna start doing concerts after, like, like around now, because the yeah, like it's like it's a little less now, and they all lost so much money from not having those concerts. So True. I feel like everyone's gonna start going on tour. Mm-hmm. In the next couple of months. Like this summer is gonna be the summer. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to go to so many concerts this summer. <laughs> And all the new COVID albums, too. Like, it's going to be so much new music. Mm. So many concerts. It's going to be great. A good year for music. Mm-hmm. I also really want to go to a rave. <laughs> Wait, like, like where they'd play, like, EDM music, like, the whole time? Yes, and get thrown powder at and <laughs> all the stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I could, I think I could do that. You would be down? I, I've been looking so for people to do Dude, it, I think, yeah, I think it. Dude, Jack, I'd just, love to go with you. 
<laughs> when I was uh, when I was a kid, like I taught myself how to dance through YouTube. I don't mm. know if you knew this. No. And the what I taught, what I looked up, I I've, I've spent hours in my life in my bed, like when I was a kid, when I first found YouTube, mm. just watching people shuffle the bass drops. Mm. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, but I learned how to do it myself. Yeah. And like people always do like the one step, but there's like a two step to it. Yeah. And once you learn that, and like I remember the first time I, I was right next to my stairs up to like the second floor of my old house in West Springfield. I remember this place vivid, vividly. I just did it once and I was like, I felt it. I was like, this feels right. And then <laughs> from then on, I know how to shuffle. You're just a prodigy now. We have to let your skills be unleashed. So now, we can, yeah, now we can go get like powder thrown on us, lights flickering everywhere. Oh my just God. Music, rhythmic music. Oh my gosh. And then we're just, I would shuffle. I could, yeah. we could shuffle together, Devin. We could like, heck yeah. We, oh, dude. Give me a couple oh of my. Red Bulls and I'm right there with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anybody else listening to the podcast, if you know me, um, I'm, oh yeah, like we just get a huge group going to a, a rave. That'd be so funny. That would be so fun. Oh that would be totally I'm so on board. That would be a highlight of my like. And we could run like a bus or something. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be so down. I'm running this down. I'm running this down. This is gonna happen. Yes. Oh man, dude. Oh man, that'd be so much fun. Do you have to buy tickets to a rave? I don't know how it works, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Sign up for it. Like you, you save a seat. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Cause I know you sit on the grass and stuff, right? I I don't know a lot about raves. I just know I want to do it. <laughs> I don't know anything either, to be honest. Like All we have I know no is idea what, what you just said. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the information I have, and I'm so on board. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Did you? Were you able to go outside today, Devin? Um. Yeah, I went outside to go to McDonald's in the. <laughs> that's fine. But you saw how nice it was, right? The sky. The sky. Oh, did you? Yes. Well, like maybe the transition from your <laughs> your car. Like it was so <laughs> warm out. It was, dude. It was, it's been. Oh, yeah, it's it been nice. random days. And like, so the last time it was warm, it was kind of cloudy, right? But mm -hmm. like, and then they like kind of opened up for the sun. But like, yep. this time there was no clouds, and it was just sunny and warm. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was so, dude. It was so great. But I'm like, do you, dude? It feels. Does this feel normal to you? Like after living here for four years, do you think that the weather occurrences are new or do you feel like this is pretty like par for the course? Well, I mean, I'm, I grew up in South Boston, so the weather's just as bad. <laughs> I just think I've never heard of it being this warm in February. But maybe uh, no, that's true. I'm very used to February being very bitter and awful. Just wanting it to end so i i it, i think it is definitely a little strange this how nice february i feel like new england's known for its unpredictability though with its weather so it like is known to go from 50 degrees to 20 degrees the next day yeah so, i don't know it's true i guess we'll see what the rest of the month does if it's warm the rest of the month that would be weird but i have a feeling it's just gonna get cold again yeah freeze everything over All in the same. That's literally how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> That's partly like a big reason why I don't want to be in Massachusetts because, um, I don't know. Like, I've got the Caribbean vibe in me. Like, I don't. I don't know why that factors in, but there's just something in me that hates the cold now. Like I, 
like mm-hmm. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Don't get me wrong, but just snow and being cold. Like if I could be in the Bahamas or like the tropics for the rest of my life, I don't think there's anything I could. <laughs> yep, agreed. Dude, wait, so you're going in the tropics? Wait, okay. Another thing. Oh, this is so funny. It's just like a podcast of things we have to do together, Devin. Oh, but I make a list. I want. I want to take you. I want to take you on a boat. Heck yeah. We can, bro, because I have the capacity to like, especially now that I've sailed. You're a sailor. Miles. So, so one of the, one of the ways you need to like, so when you're going to rent a boat, they like, you basically, you build a resume, right? And so if you have your certifications and then mm-hmm. if you've had, and you want to dock on any miles, any sort of excursions you've taken on a boat, any sort of experience you have mm-hmm. to give the company that you're going to charter from confidence that you can sail the boat. And so, like, usually you have to have a captain stay with you for, like, the first day. And maybe we would. But, like, I mean, I don't know when we do this, to be honest. Summer. I need to save. Summer I 22, mean, the big journey. Maybe summer <laughs> 22. Or maybe maybe winter so we can get away from this. Oh, cold. wait. No, you're right. That's smart. Then I'll never have to deal with the winter. <laughs> well, we're not staying the whole time. But we'll get our trip. <laughs> you just live on the for a month. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Honestly, like the more time you stay, I think the less it is, but like overall, but it's still like, I mean, it's a, it's going to be, it would be an expensive trip, but I have the, I just want to take, cause like we could go to the Virgin Islands yeah. or we could go to the Bahamas. Yeah. We could charter a boat and it'd probably be like around the same price as staying on like uh in a hotel room, I think. Uh-huh. But like, you know, we'd have the ability to like travel along with the kitchen and we just stock it up. Dude. With Dude, I we Captain get, Jack. You, you can get like four. There's four rooms on the boat, so we could we could pack this thing with like at least like four or five. Or I mean, if we wanted to go crazy, like eight people. <laughs> I don't think I would never be able to survive with eight people on that boat for like a month. Not a month. Really I'm talking about like, like a couple weeks, but even <laughs> though, like, with eight people in those rooms, I'd be like, you got a whole ocean to jump out into. <laughs> You get sick of each other, you just jump in the ocean. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I have beef with you, so I'm just gonna swim next to the boat. (laughs) Definitely put it on the put on the list, maybe in like a section of like look into further. But I guess that would be the the raves would definitely. I guess that. I think a rave is definitely more financially feasible. But I I would love if you're if you're like dreaming of the Caribbean and like it's in, yeah, it's like in your blood and stuff. I just like. (laughs) I want to find more people that are dreaming to go because I've gone back two years in a row and I would, I just keep wanting to bring like, yeah, bring my friends and just like go and have a blast. Yeah, dude. Um, so it would be so fun, but it, it's a, yeah, it's something that's available to me. Like my parents just blessed me with the opportunity to, to get my essay ASA certification so I can like put that on the resume and hopefully <laughs> get like, get a charter going. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was only asking about today just because I, I thought it was so bizarre how warm it's been, like randomly and like literally today. Mm-hmm. Like this makes no sense, dude. We so we have a we have a soccer team. Oh uh, yeah, that we, yeah the campus like well I guess it's just the church soccer team. Because um, any yeah anyone can join as long as they're sixteen plus. Um, which is and it's uh, our first games on Wednesday, and so we're like oh yo like let's get some practice in. We're like joking like oh yeah we'll just do it on Sunday. And then, like, it just didn't work out. And Sunday was pretty – it wasn't the most warm. Oh. But then we're like, oh, yeah, let's just do it Monday. And, like, conveniently, it just worked out. The weather was gorgeous. I mean, uh, we were playing in uh, shorts and short sleeves. 
outside yeah. in the middle of winter. Yeah, that's in the true. middle of winter. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like I was, I was sitting there and I was like, looking. I was looking around me and I thought there should be at least six inches of snow from a snowstorm like last yeah. week just yeah. melting. It should not be no snow to be found, no wind, sunny, just like gorgeous. I mean, like Krista came and she brought us snacks and stuff. Um, so we we're just like playing some soccer and then took a break, had some sliced like oranges, some citrusy, like tropical fruits. You're just like, <laughs> am I in New England or am I, am I in like, I don't know, Georgia or Georgia. <laughs> Georgia this weekend and it was the same temperature when I left when I got on the plane mm-hmm. and when I landed like it was the same temperature it was nuts I was like expecting I mean it wasn't that cold in Georgia it was like 55 yeah. but the fact that it was like 50 here yeah. today I was like that's nuts it's actually crazy you went to Georgia yeah I was in Georgia this weekend I was looking at colleges visiting some friends uh-huh. it was great I love Georgia we Is were that talking w- about like yeah, go ahead. Is that why your parents weren't at church? Yeah, yeah. They oh, came with okay. me. They visited some old friends, too. Yeah. We were joking about how everyone in Georgia is so much nicer. Because yes. I, I think because it's so sunny. I really do. <laughs> I mean, it just makes people happier. Oh. And so my mom, like, was in the wrong lane. We didn't know where we were going. We were driving all the place, and my mom, like, can't drive with GPS to save her life. Oh, gosh. So we're in the car, and she's trying to figure out where she's going, and she's, like, way in the wrong lane. And, like, a line of three cars just stops and, like, lets her in. Ooh. They just, like, let her in. And that would literally never no. happen. No. Like, never. Anywhere uh-uh. in New England. Like, people are so aggressive. Yes. And I was like, if I come down here for college, I'm going to have to, like, repent of my mean driving. You mean driving? <laughs> so, like, people are just so kind. And I'm not that way. So, like, it was funny, though. Like, everyone is so friendly. They're so ready to talk. And I, I think it's because it's like this. Like, Jack is so excited about how warm it was today, but it's like that every day down there. People sure. are just always happy. It's the best. It's really the place to go. I mean, if you can't make it to the Caribbean, just move to Georgia. South here. <laughs> slowly make your way. Slowly. What do you I mean, mean slowly? <laughs> oh, yeah, quickly. Well, I mean, like, as in, like, oh, I'll go to Georgia and now I'll go to the Caribbean. But Oh, <laughs> so this is like a progression yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 progression, I guess that would be a better word. Virginia <laughs> first. Work your way down the south. <laughs> Sounds good. My friend just moved to Virginia, mm. which is interesting. He was like one of the closest. So when I went to Westford State for a semester, I met this guy who's super cool. His name's like his name's Ash, pretty Whoa. sick name. That's cool name. Um, and yeah, he was super chill. And just randomly, he's like, "Yeah, I'm just moving to Virginia." This was like around the time that I already left the the school to go to the community college mm-hmm. but it's yeah it was super random he was like yeah dude i just can't deal with new england winters anymore ha <laughs> he knew weather. yeah yeah it's a real thing man it's a but with global warming dude global warming is real did, did i tell you I, i'm not sure if i mentioned this i the ac uh in the caribbean and how like in the bahamas the ac market or industry like increased a ton oh, how they've shifted so basically on our, on my way back or when my brother and I were on our way to the air, we got a taxi and we're talking to the guy who lives locally in the Bahamas. And he mentioned just about the weather and he we were talking about golf and he was like, yeah, this is technically our windy season. And then we got to the point where we were talking about the summer and how it's just really like, it's really hot there, hmm. but it wasn't, it's really hot now. It wasn't always as hot as it is now. And one of the main 
like uh just like one of the main after effects or like reasons why that's known to be true is that back in the day they didn't used to have ac units but now because it gets so hot in the summers uh everyone has ac units in their houses so it's mm. just completely shifted to like a, a need rather than a commodity which is really interesting to me to see that like maybe in new england it's nice to have a warmer winter but is it like worth the expense of mm. people that are closer to the equator the ice caps melting well, that too. I mean, I don't have water. Concerned. I, really, I don't really see the effects of that, but obviously there are plenty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm a climate. I'm gonna say climatologist, but that's not the right word. Um, climate change activist. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the word is. What actually are they called? A strong no. I, I feel like climatologist is a word. I don't think you're wrong. Oh, climatologist is a word. Sure. Well, I always say weatherology when somebody asks me what the, I'm like, because like I'm not a I'm not a meteorologist, which is like an actual weatherman. So I say <laughs> I'm a weatherologist because I just look at the weather app consistently and I like try and read patterns. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's the second time we've heard about southern hospitality, though. At least True. Because yeah, I remember like the sermon this Sunday. Yes, sir. What did you What did you think of it? What are your thoughts on that? I gotta pull up my notes. <laughs> Ooh, well, maybe I'll, I'll talk about, I'll share a little bit about what I was thinking. Um, I thought it was pretty phenomenal overall. I was really intrigued by the specific spiritual that we talked about. I don't remember the title. Um, for those that don't know, our church is going into a study on spirituals, which are uh, hymns that the slaves had, uh, and they were used for worship. Um, but they were also used for different like codes, and that's how they communicated uh, with the Underground Railroad. But that's kind of our church is going into like how that's contributed and how we benefited from that, and just kind of yeah, really like studying it out. And so like this this Sunday, we talked about a spiritual that was specific for like an invitation to meet together, and I thought that was really cool. I think that that's like definitely something we need to look more into or like or i guess it's just like a lost heart i think it's tough with covid uh yeah. to really see because it's just discouraging you know if you can't meet in person it's like i really applauded anyone that really just hopped right into it and was like you know we're gonna I feel like that kind of caught me off guard when we first started doing it because i was so confused i was like what do you mean we're just gonna wait this one out right and then but that's that's not true like the heart was like no we still got to meet up it just looks different mm. but i feel like like i wasn't alone in that idea of like let's just wait it out until we can go back to what things were and so i thought it was really cool just once again to like re-spark that like fire to be together that was like one of the takeaways that i had <laughs> uh I <laughs> okay i got mine i got two i got two i got two um <clears throat> Uh, I definitely felt the practicing hospitality. I think um, when it was, he was specifically just talking about like we spread, like when we scatter invitations, but we should like just to church, but we need to like scatter, send invitations to. Because honestly, for me, I think evangelism is one of the just parts of my care. I don't know. And and I'm a people person. Like I love talking to people. I love meeting people. 
I don't even know what it is. There's just something about inviting someone into church that can be a little daunting for me. Uh, of just like, I don't know, the fear of being rejected or whatever. Um, and maybe part of that's associated with how I approach it. Because uh, especially in campus, like when I was younger, when I first started really reaching out to people, it was just like, hey, do you want to come to Bible talk? And like, that's kind of it. Um, and what I've learned, I've, I've, I want to grow a lot more like building relationships. And like inviting people to to do things, being personal, compassionate, because it's so it's so much more meaningful. Not not trying to put that down at all. I'm not trying to, but but at least for me, <clears throat> being able to make a personal connection in some way makes it so much easier. To, hey, like, hey, we're like playing frisbee. Do you want to like join? And then like being able to just talk with them, build up that relationship makes it so much less daunting because it's like I'm, I'm actually seeing the person. This is a face that I'm just inviting them. Yeah. And, and definitely being a lot more challenged in the way of like inviting the people close to me and like finding ways of being, giving me, a, like I thought it was so sick what he was talking about with the pizza thing. Where it was Dude. like... <laughs> Like, oh, I got 50% off, like, the pizza whatever, and, like, I'm going to buy pizza. But then I'm going to call my neighbors and be like, hey, what kind of pizza do you want? And then I just straight up give it to them, and they're like, why'd you do that? And I was like, eh, no reason at all. Enjoy your day. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, I live for that. Just, be like, random acts of kindness and just, like, like hospitality and just, like, the difference that you really can make. Um, which is just interesting because it, it's uh, certainly – that and then um that kind of tied into with like the the story of the prodigal son and then like the older brother um talking and like what he said about what the father said to the, the older, older son you didn't need my per permission to like take the, the lamb or whatever. could have celebrated with your idea of like at least what stuck out to me was like I need to be willing to to go out and seize the day, I guess, and in that fashion, like with with evangelism, with just especially a lot. What's been on my mind is I really want to be a full time Christian, um, as my job, being like going all all about it, like making TikToks about like when I'm reading in my Bible, or just like really trying to find ways that I can really incorporate like god into what i do whether what what videos or discussions or even the podcast um but also just like being able to demonstrate love and like some kind of like like it, it's all just tying together and want to be able to recreate this just like honestly just christ kind of showing through me hopefully and his light ultimately at the end of the day that makes people cure make people like oh there's something different about heaven and like that that like makes them curious to to find an outlet to to start seeking god yeah. yeah, it's kind of crazy that you guys that the sermon was about that and that you've been thinking about that because I just had so many conversations this weekend while I was in Georgia about like the pros and cons of cold contact versus warm contact sharing, mm. and um, it's kind of it's so different down in the south because there's so much religiosity and every almost everybody is attending a church and everybody has some kind of faith. I mean, not everybody, but most people a lot more than up north. Um, have some kind of faith and so the church is there we were talking with the leader of the church and they really are focusing on kind of the warm contact um 
and really just getting to know people and being kind and being a good neighbor and being hospitable because cold contact just doesn't really work as well there. Um, because anytime you invite someone to church, they already have a church or like uh, anytime you ask if they want to study the Bible, they've already been reading the Bible. A lot of them, not, I mean, obviously, like I said, not everyone, but a lot of people are pretty, pretty solid in some kind of faith down there. And so we were kind of talking about the difference between like sharing in, in the South and they do still have cold contact, but it was kind of cool. And then I was talking with my mom, I read in Ephesians this morning about, um, making the most of every opportunity. It talks, that's like a scripture, I forget, I think it's in like chapter four of Ephesians. And um, she was just talking about how sometimes it's more effective to just make the most, like just praying that God can kind of show someone to you that's open or make it clear to you a time to bring up a conversation about God and making the most of when the spirit is working instead of going out and sharing with a hundred people and inviting like, yeah, just kind of like random people to, to a Bible talk or to Sunday service. And sometimes it can be even more effective if you're just making sure that every opportunity the spirit gives you, you're making the most of. So I just think, I think it's so funny that the surface was about that. And we talked about that a ton this weekend with like just being in kind of a different environment and how, depending on where you are, certain strategies are more effective than others. So funny. Yeah, I, I love that like whole concept of having faith that Jesus, it, it, like there's a, there's a light that comes from Jesus and that people are attracted to it. And that, you know, even though, even though so many people are, um, like there's so much fear that Satan wants to drive into us. Like, you don't want to be persecuted. You don't want to be rejected. Like the whole like Jesus freak concept. And yep. It's just so interesting that people, like that, it's just like crazy to think that even that like proves that like Satan is real and that it's just, you know, like, it's a strange thing. It's like, why can't it just exist without people having a stigma? Mm. Like, the core ideas and just everything that it is about is like not, you know, it's never, like, the gospel is good news. Like, it's mm. good. Yeah. And mm. so it's, like, crazy. To, but it'd be really cool. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that isn't seen as much, you know, especially, like, modern day, but just, like, twisting all these positive things, like, because it, like the internet just connects us in a way that we can imagine and to just twist that in a in a spiritual sense is really cool mm-hmm. just that dream of being a christian influencer yeah, yeah. i'm praying about it <laughs> but yeah uh i have another question uh, it's completely off the spiritual track but yeah, no, that's fine. what is your guys what is your guys least favorite fast food restaurant um, and that's I have my answer. That's a, I feel like, oh, I'm getting ready to like, I'm getting ready to debate this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, we, absolutely. Oh, so mine is clear and obvious in my mind. Um, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings, but Arby's. Just. I forgot Arby's existed. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just grow up and I, and I remember thinking all about the commercials where it's just like loud and bombastic music. And the guy's like, Arby's, we have the meats. And like, um, just being like amped to like one day go to an Arby's and just really go in just because I, I guess I love meat so much. Um, and then I was like 13 and we took a trip to the South and then I went to an Arby's and it was garbage. (laughs) 
<laughs> just yeah, the Jesus Christ. the brisket was cold the bread was soft everything just i took a one bite and i was just like oh this no no <laughs> no <laughs> i was just i was just emotional emotionally damn <laughs> I uh, just like I guess I was wow. really hyping it up for myself so much and I've just been afraid to ever go to an Arby's again. <laughs> oh, really? So you've only gone once. Once and ever again. I mean I guess I'll try it again. I'm just scared. Oh man. I'm oh man. See the hard part about judging what fast food is the worst is because they're under the category of fast food. Yep. That's true. It's like it's like I was yeah, I was so confident that I would have an answer at first. And now I'm just torn. Huh? I mean, I've never been to Arby's, which probably is like like Loki just continues to prove your point that it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Arby's, you'd definitely be your least favorite too. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> and then like following the theme of which ones I've been to the least, I'd have to go with KFC next. What? I hate KFC. Oh no. <laughs> It's so oily and like uh, it just tastes like straight oil. Like uh, every time I've gotten anything from there, it just tastes like oil. Uh, it's not true. a fan, not a fan. It's true. Does Subway count as fast food? Yes. Ooh, Subway, Subway is my second runner-up. What? I, <laughs> what? I've really never had like a good sandwich from Subway. Thank you. Sandwiches from Subway. Time, the only reason I eat it is because like we were in a rush or like we used to get them like on hikes. If we were going to the top of the mountain, we'd all pick up Subway and eat it. And the only reason it was good was because I was like starving and we just got on a hike. But otherwise, I would never, I would never eat Subway unless I was like starving. It's so gross. All the, all the bread is stale. All the meat is okay. I guess it's cold cuts. So it's supposed to be cold meat. But I still think it's gross. And all this, the service is always so bad too. You go into what? you go into like a sketchy, unlit. Subway, yes, yes. And all the people inside are like rude. Yeah. And you you ask them for something specifically because it's your sandwich and you want it made a specific way, and they like give you the death stare, like you ask for something wrong. But like it's it's like their job. And I've I've never been served well at Subway. I've never had a good sandwich. I'm just I could talk about it for hours. I hate Subway. I think it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my answer. For sure. No, no doubt about it. Because it tastes like oil. <laughs> so the Magi is not sponsored by Subway or Arby's. Just, just saying that. <laughs> All right, Jack, you got a defense of Subway, I, th I think. <laughs> I've had. Well, I've just had. So I've I've loved every Subway sandwich, and I haven't. Okay, I've yeah, I've enjoyed it enough to go back, like every single time. I don't even know how, but I I I've had like the ch chicken bacon ranch, okay, that one's pretty good, and then they're meatball subs. Like meatball subs are, it's hard to get a meatball sub wrong. But somehow Subway does it. I don't believe that you you will not try a meatball sub. Mm, no. <laughs> so it's whatever you know because you haven't tried a meatball sub. I can understand. That's well, all I'm gonna say. Not there. Not from there. Moving on. Anyway, I remember growing up, it was like back and forth. We'd always like my parents would always take me either to D'Angelo's or Subway, and mm -hmm. the only thing I would get there are meatball subs. D'Angelo's is good. D'Angelo's is so good. I actually love D'Angelo's. That's why I also don't like Subway as much. How on earth 
Dandelos is just as bad. No! I think you just don't like cold cuts. <laughs> okay, maybe. I don't know. Growing up, I thought it was called um, Dangalos. Or just, no, I, I called it Dangalos. Dangalos? <laughs> I didn't understand the apostrophe. No, I, I also don't like D'Angelo's. I think that's gross, too. Is there a sandwich it's... place you like? Uh, mm, Your broader question. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, there's this place near us called Celery Stock that makes okay, okay sandwiches. Oh, see, really you said okay. Sa- I don't think you like sandwiches. Yeah. Not, I don't. I don't like them from stores. I guess I don't eat meat anymore, so I'm not like. Oh, okay. That's I haven't had a sandwich in a long time. But, <laughs> but every time that I've been to a sandwich place, I haven't liked it. I don't know. I guess I just like my sandwiches the way that I make them, and no one else's. <laughs> oh, Eileen's. I, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, you guys like you guys like Subway, so I don't like no, Subway. I hate Subway. Know. Wait, wait, wait! Please do not put leave me into Subway. Like oh my gosh, <laughs> that's like more acceptable. I feel like I can if I had to eat somewhere and like D'Angelo's is there, like I would go. Subway, I would not. Subway, I'd rather starve. I love how like McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's are just holding on strong in these. It's because of their fries and the hash browns at McDonald's. Oof. Yes, yes. I was thinking of McDonald's, but then I thought of those hash browns, and I was like, mm, no, McDonald's is fire. McDonald's is like, <laughs> wow. Okay, wait. Okay, side tangent. So, <clears throat> Burger King used to be my favorite. Um, and the re and my like meter for restaurants is our fast food is very different than other people's because I don't typically get burgers and I typically don't get sandwiches. I only get chicken nuggets and fries. So, like, people would be like, oh, guys, I love Burger King so much, or, like, whatever, and, like, McDonald's, eh. But, like, it's a completely, like, different perspective for me because I don't, I'm not rating you based on what, what most people, like, get. Like, literally, I go to McDonald's and I get 20 nuggets every time. <laughs> um, so, um, the interesting story is, like, Burger King was my favorite because they had my favorite chicken nuggets and they had my favorite fries. Like, literally, they, like, I don't know there was something about it. Just the recipe and the flavor that they made it, I was just, like, I could eat these forever. And I, Burger King's fries are superior, for sure. They're the best. Um, well, well, it changed because they, like, they even had them shaped like crowns, the chicken nuggets. But then they changed the recipe for both the chicken nuggets and the fries. And I don't, like a few years after they like said, oh, we've, we've adapted the recipe to be better. And I was like, okay. Um, then I tried them and then I was just betrayed. It was just, disappointed. I was so disappointed. It was like, this is my favorite and you've gotten rid of it. And it's, it's not the same anymore. So now literally oh. for, I, I, I just don't like Burger King. And then I just shifted to McDonald's because. There is a sense of consistency that is desired with fast food, and it usually, honestly, do a, they do a almost worthy of praised job at keeping it consistent. When did Burger King change its recipe? It was like, it was a long time ago, actually. Okay, because I've tried Burger King recently, and it's like still my favorite fries. I love it, whatever their new recipe is. It was when I was a child. <laughs> oh, so I probably wasn't born yet. 2011. Whoa. No, 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 no. It was oh, not. okay. I'm not that old. Good lord. Okay. Karen. <laughs> 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 
like if you were like a really young child, I probably wouldn't be born yet. <laughs> I was eleven years. Fourteen years. Oh, okay. <laughs> like teenager. Yeah, I was. Oh wait, I distinctly remember. Yeah, because I was thirteen and fourteen, and then yeah, I was. Oh. Wait, how old are you now? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're. Wait, wait, math. Five. <laughs> seven years, seven years older. So yeah. wait, so you're not. Wait, what? You guys think that Burger King's fries are like the. The better. So they were, but the, I don't think so. Oh, I, I don't think McDonald's fries. And then I think I like Wendy's fries. McDonald's uh. fries are skinny. Wait, and then we can't. We're not allowing play to be considered as a. Wait, what? Chick-fil-A just beats everyone. Well, okay, hold on. But Five Guys fries, I I just... No. Five Guys fries are really Five good. Guys is like upper tier, right? Oh, so they're we're not put, even putting him in the same category. Closer to a diner. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. not. Yeah. So, okay, but would Chick-fil-A compete with Five Guys? No. Because, like... Kate, dude, the Kate, something about spice for me, it's... I, it's so Wait, good. Oh, dude, I'm gonna get. I haven't. I haven't gotten a Five Guys fries in a while. <laughs> I love sweet potato fries from Classic Burger. Like we always go to Classic Burger instead of Five Guys. Oh, Classic Burger. Have you been to Classic Burger in West Springfield? No. Oh wow. Yeah, because they got the. They have the whole grass-fed cow thing. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and then they make homemade ice cream. And oh snap! Ice- what the heck? That sounds amazing. <laughs> and they have like it's like. The, the environment inside. inside is really fun. Yeah, too. they play like uh like fifties, sixties music, and it's all like the back of old fashioned cars that are, those are like the booths. That That's so cool. And then like the drinks, like the milkshake drinks come out now. Like, oh, blue and whatever purple. Oh, I guess I have to go there. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fun. The counters are really. It's yeah, it's a cool spot. It's it's in West Springfield. Um, it wouldn't be too far for you because you live in Chicago. I would recommend. And then, like, yeah, it's like it's not very, it's not food or bougie. Or so, Five Guys is fire though because they give you the fries and then they put more fries in the bag. So yeah, it's just like a bag full of fries. Yeah, you it's pay for way less than what you actually get. Just warms your heart. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Five Guys tricks you into ordering a double hot take. Tricks you into ordering a double? Yeah. Because, because of the if regular. you ask for a cheeseburger, like the regular thing, they're like two patties, and then you come out and you have two burgers. Wait, what? Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. You have to ask for like one patty or like a oh. junior. Yeah, maybe it's a junior. But the junior is one one burger instead of two. So it's like, I mean, it's great because you get tons of food, but you end up paying for it. So you're like, wait a minute. A little what? sneaky. They like, oh, I'm a regular. Oh, yeah, you're getting two patties with that. <laughs> right. And then their milkshakes, oh, they're to die for, low-key. But then at the same time, it's just, like, it's just tough because they're, like, five bucks. Right. Honestly, milkshakes everywhere are expensive. Hot take. I think it's because milk is just, you can't really, like, manufacture milk. So, like, they can't make it, like. Oh! Oh! so much ice cream, too. They have to like you're basically getting like two larges because they put so much ice cream in one milkshake. Five Guys is definitely up there for sure. I'd put it on like your list. 
for like fast food. Or would that be considered fast food? Because they're like, yeah, they're like definitely. If they're if they're included in the list, yeah, it's it's definitely under the oily, greasy category. <laughs> not as bad as KFC though. No, no. Oh, <laughs> dude, KFC was the first like restaurant I ever realized I had like problems because of their mac and cheese. Oh. I think I <laughs> I told somebody this, and they're like, "No, nah, bro, that's just KFC." I'm like, oh, "I don't know. Why are they mac and cheese with that?" Wow. But I don't know. There's just something in me. My dad got KFC so much when he was kids, so I, I completely understand. Like, I am not gonna lie. That's some of the greasiest stuff you will ever eat. Yeah. It's from KFC. You eat it, and like, you feel like your whole body is oily after you're done. <laughs> But, yes, exactly. You feel like you're about to break out an acne just by I eating know. one bite. <laughs> Guilty. Of the okay, I'm just somebody that eats everything, okay? And I find I'll recognize like Not Arby's, I'm like I'm eating trash. Well, yes, okay, but I have some standard. I have standards. Um, <laughs> oh no, I just like backwards. I eat everything, but I have standards. <laughs> it's hard to. It's I hard to standards of everything other than Arby's and Subway. I, I guess. I I feel like I understand that you're not super picky, but you also have like a strong. I feel like you have an understanding of what's good and bad too, though. At the same time, I think so. And and one I thing think... I would recommend is AFC's chicken pot pie. It's the best pot pie you will ever have. It is like, and nobody knows about it, and nobody ever gets it, but it tastes so good. It's better than like a home cooked hot pot pie. Sorry, mom. Um. It, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. Wow. That is pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it sparked something, but I have a question for you guys. It just brought this up in my mind. It's actually centered around movies. Um, do you, when you guys, so you know how, like, there's, like, movies that, wow, that was amazing. Well worth my money. But, like, let's say, like, you're sitting at home and, like, you have two hours to kill, and you watch a movie, and it was okay. Like, are you like, are you satisfied with that? Like, would you be? Does that make? Does my question make sense? Yeah, like if it was like a B tier movie, like so I feel like some people are like perfectly content with that. I think me, I'm, I'm not. Like when I watch a movie, I want it to be like, I want it to be good. But I'm also, I don't think I'm super picky. But if I think it's like okay, I can't, I can't ever find myself being like, oh, I'm so bored, I'm gonna watch this. Like, I think <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty content with an okay movie. Because if I'm watching a movie by myself at home, it's usually because I just have two hours to kill. And I don't really care what I'm doing. Like, I just don't feel like doing anything. So anything that I put on, I mean, I could put on, like, ASMR compilations for two hours, and I'd probably be fine with it. So I think watching an okay me- movie is... I-, I also am not picky with movies, so I usually think every movie is pretty phenomenal. But <laughs> I don't think I would be distraught if I watched an okay movie. <laughs> Let's see. Mine's compli- my answer is complicated. Or it's I don't know. <clears throat> so, um, when it comes to movies, I don't think I'm picky per se, but I am definitely all about what I'm expecting when I'm going in. So, like, let's say we're talking about Spider-Man going into this movie. I have high expectations, and they deliver it. Honestly, uh. Yep. Everything with the action, the characters, all the stuff. I was like, I'm loving this. I am here for the ride. 
Um, but if I'm going to a movie and I have very high expectations, it's just bad. Uh, or just like okay, Pacific Rim. I'm sorry, I just. I love that movie. I I know a lot of people like Pacific Rim, but I just went in and I was like thinking about the plot and thinking about what was going on, and I was like, and me and my friend were also making fun of the movie the entire time. That might also have an effect on it, but I was like, this movie's garbage. <laughs> it's, it's just I've like the it. it's Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific Rim. It's about giant robots and monsters, and that's. See, see, but then, like, that if I'm going into a movie knowing it's going to be ridiculous and stupid, like, Fast and the Furious, like, 8 and 9, whatever, like, I'm going in fully expecting them to do some crazy, like, this does not make sense, like, the physics, whatever, but I know, like, I'm already expecting, like, all this jank in the movie, so, like, I'm, I'm having a great time, <laughs> you know? It's, like, it depends on what I'm expecting and when I think it's going to come through. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, there's definitely some levels of like expectations needing when it comes to watching movies for me. Like if if I'm not expecting it to be crazy, then like I could get the a, a like yeah a different like I don't know like an okay movie, but I don't know, man. I go back and forth sometimes. Like I just get so unsatisfied watching a movie. And I was like, oh. What movie made you feel that way? Like, there's gotta be one you're thinking of right now. Well, right now I'm thinking we just watched The Kingsman. Oh, uh, yeah, which is on HBO Max. Um, I don't think I was the only one that like we. I watched it with a couple other people. I won't want to like speak for them in a sense, but I wouldn't say that like my opinion was just like like everyone was. Oh, what's the word? I don't know. Like everyone was saying it was bad. So there's like I wouldn't. I don't know. I'd watch it before you have your own opinion. Mm -hmm. For me personally, yeah, I, I was. We'll pick the better movie. Uh -huh. I haven't watched any of the Kingsman movies. Me neither. They didn't look entertaining. I watched the trailers. <laughs> I guess I had the expectation it was going to be really good because I enjoyed one of them. Like, really, it was, like, solid action. It was, like, I liked the whole, like, properness to their character. Like, they were, like, trying to be, like, man. Gentlemen spies. Yeah, gentlemen spies. I thought that was cool. But <laughs> this time, it was, yeah, just it it has it has one part of it that's like wow they really sent it with that like they really went with that mm -hmm. but I won't say because the movie because like I, I don't know I feel like it'll catch everyone off guard I mean obviously spoiler I won't <laughs> yeah that's the worst though when you like the first movie and then you hate the sequel yeah all the time <laughs> I think that would definitely get me right. yeah well I think that's around uh, all we have for time I believe cool. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, it's been good. Thank yeah. you for being here, Kieran. Tune in for the for the for the rave and and boat adventure, whatever. True <laughs> for the upcoming adventures this summer is about to be crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, definitely. I'll let you say your last words. Um, I know KFCs is trash, but it'll always have a place in my heart. Karen. Um, no comment on the KFC. Um, <laughs> thanks for letting me join you guys. This was uh, great. And I'll continue to never go to Subway again. <laughs> oh, man. 
you know, I'm just gonna have to rebuttal that with uh, meatball subs. They're actually hmm? pretty good. <laughs> you can enjoy one while done. <laughs> yep, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. All right, peace out. <laughs>